think you're smart. You're full of shit. We're smarter than you. The intelligent jets. Welcome, fans of the Intelligence Podcast. Fans, listeners, friends, family members. I'm your host, Mike Rooney. I'm actually alone this week, which means... We've got our first episode of Mikey Mayhem for season two of the Intelligence Podcast. Um, my mic is clipping, so I'm going to fix that real quick. Um, yeah, Nick and Ian are just heckin' busy. And you know what? I got to be real damn honest with you. I cannot even believe I found 45 minutes. Not that this is going to be 45 minutes long, more like 20 or so. But I can't believe I found the time to do this today or this week or at all. The three of us are just mad busy. Uh, Nick and Ian, I'm just going to start off with their plugs real quick, but the two of them are working on some fun music together. Um, Nick's, uh, excuse me, actually Nick might have a track coming out soon, but he's, he's doing a good job on YouTube. He is. Um, he doesn't give himself enough credit. Go check him out on YouTube. He's, uh, the Taylor Swift cover is still going really well since, you know, Taylor Swift's going pretty well. Did you hear that, uh, the Ticketmaster, like, crashed because of her ticket sales? Um, I guess, well, not I guess, I mean, it, it's, it's pretty clear. She's a she's a mega star and stuff. But yeah, I, th I think it was a show of hers on this uh, new tour that she's doing. The entire website of Ticketmaster crashed um, the other night because people are trying to see her show in Cincinnati, I believe, and pretty much everywhere. But for some reason, it was either last night or two nights ago. Um, just completely crashed. She's killing it. But but so is Nick. Go check him out on YouTube. Um, he another cover of his or, or his 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 lesson on how to play Square Hammer is currently blowing up. So if you want to learn how to play Square Hammer, go check it out. Um, but him and Ian are both working on uh, new music. Ian is dropping a song, I think, next month in the month of December. Um, he can correct me on that. But they're both working hard on some stuff together. A lot of it has to do with some projects that Ian's working on, but the two of them are having some fun with that. So be on the lookout for that stuff. Now, I, uh, so we're all really just busy. Um, I'm, I'm really busy. I really, you know, it, it was one of those weeks where we have had an off week here where we just didn't get to you anything. And it's getting to that point, man, where we are just really busy. To me, I have to owe it to the economy. I have to owe it to the fact that my nine to five job is cutting my pay and hours by 20%. That's freaking fun. I think that's really the reason why I'm, I brought myself to hop on the mic in front of you guys today because I'm not going to spend a lot of time on that because this is a positive podcast, but I'm just like kind of – it is educational too though. I need to educate people on how messed up my financial situation is right now. And it's really – listen, it could be so much worse. I am God blessed that I have a condo and a roof over my head. I Everything can always be so much worse, but um, I got to make money. Um, I had a really expensive year with friends' weddings and some other stuff, some financial decisions that were either good or bad for me. Uh, my dentist screwed me over. I just got back from paying the dentist uh, over $200, almost $250, um, which isn't like a crazy amount, but it is when they tell you that you are supposed to be covered for a visit. And then when you go to set visit and you make sure, hey, my company changed uh, providers this week. Am I going to get hit with any kind of fees? And they say, oh, let us check. No, no, you should be good. And I say, are you sure? Because I hate being wrong. Because I am never wrong. And this podcast is never wrong. I hate being wrong and I hate owing people money. So can you please just tell me straight how it is? I will walk out the store and just find another provider or another dentist. I don't want to have a appointment today and 
having to pay over $200 because I'm not covered. My company changed policies and my coverage today. They said yes to me twice. I made sure twice. I said, okay. Lo and behold, four or five months later, they send me a check in the mail saying you owe us 200 and X amount of dollars. And again, although it's not a crazy amount, I shouldn't have to owe it. I should have had to just do the copay of like 25 or just completely covered. I think I, I think I typically just pay for like the fluoride. But lo and behold, the dentist screwed me over. Swiss Airlines screwed me over. I don't know if I told this story on the pod yet, but basically uh, me and my girlfriend and a couple of our friends went uh, abroad to watch our two uh, very good friends of ours get married in Scotland, and it was great. Um, but the entire experience was expensive because I told myself, you know, if I'm going to be in Europe, which happens, what, once every five years, every 10 years, doesn't happen often, I might as well you know, especially dating someone now, I might as well, you know, make the most of it and go somewhere romantic after the wedding. So me and my girlfriend went to France. And, uh, you know, again, like you just like, I'm not complaining. It was great, but it's expensive. And um, on our flight back, um, we had kind of not, I and this was partially my fault, but it's not my fault. I'm out $300. But I hadn't booked, I had booked the flights, but one of the flights back, I forgot to book the baggage. So the way it worked was the night before I said the, the night before our flight when we were still in France and we had to get back to New Jersey the next day, I said, you know what, let's just make sure we have our bags. Lo and behold, we checked, we didn't. Okay, fine. I can admit that could have been my fault, whatever. But then I have the audacity or the people have the audacity. I get on a phone call and I call these people that have the audacity to tell me that um, the I'm looking online and I'm looking at how much baggage is. It's $75 a person. These people tell me for whatever reason, and I questioned them, but they were, I mean, it was like speaking, well, literally, quite literally French them, which is a hard language to not only uh, understand, but to tolerate. So um, I'm on the call with this guy and they're telling me that it's 150 a person. So that's $300 for me and my girlfriend. I say, okay, whatever we got to do, I don't, I don't want to not get back to the United States without my bags. So I and my girlfriend just say, fine, we can do 150. It says 75 on your website, whatever. I just want to get back to the United States. It's an expensive year. What can you do? So I get on the plane or no, no, I'm sorry. Prior to the plane, I go to the check bags when we get to the uh, airport and we check in and uh, they say, okay, I, I, I whip out the bags. I say, here's our, here's our bags, which we're paid for. And they say, okay, um, what are your names? What are your passport numbers? Whatever. They look up our flight and they say, no, you haven't paid for baggage yet. And I said, that's bullshit. We paid $300 for two people last night. And they said, well, listen, listen. And actually, this guy was cool. This guy was actually cool. It was the people on the line that were stupid. But the guy at the airport was totally cool about it. He was like, listen, um, if you have email confirmation of the stuff that you bought last night, it's no big deal. You're going to get a refund for that. Just email them and uh, you know, go about it that way. Right now, I'm going to give you guys the $75, which is typical. I don't know why it doubled, but he said, I'm going to give you guys a payment in total of $150, $75 each. You guys will be good to go, and you guys can get a refund for the bullshit that you paid last night. I said, great. That was in July. It is currently November 17th. This will drop on November 18th, a day late. It's better late than ever, but I still have yet to see that money after three or four to five phone calls. A bunch of uh, emails and I mean I don't know who's to blame here am I not being a dick enough am I not being assertive enough but these guys completely screwed me over so never ever 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 fly Swiss International Airlines even though I will say 
Or, you know, you can just fly international airlines with Swiss, but, you know, you can just, you know, do what I should have in the beginning. But that's not the point. You know, I'm not in the wrong here. So I forgot to do it in the beginning. I don't know why the price went up double. I don't know why I ended up having to pay it twice. And then I'm still haven't been refunded in the beginning. But anyway, that is my big Swiss International Airlines rant. I will say it was probably the most comfortable flight I've ever been on. The movie selection was great and the it was very spacious. But I can't really recommend them because they financially screwed me over. So the Swiss Airlines is screwing me over. The trip in Europe, as much as it would, as much as fun as it was, you know, and I have no regrets, but it's it still was a big hit this year. Then the dentist screwed me over. Then there's a bunch of other stuff. There was another wedding, another bachelor party, whatever. And then on top of all that, my company that I've been at for five years has the audacity to not only have four rounds of layoffs. Now, thank God they didn't lay me off, but to avoid the fifth round of layoffs, they decide to cut the to, to keep the people that they have kept so far, but to cut their pay and their hours by 20%. So now I have a four day work week, which a lot of people like I'm all about the four day work week in America, if we could like, I don't know, I think it was like Henry Ford established the five day work week back in 1920, whatever. And I think it's bullshit. And I think, you know, four days is plenty enough time to get work done. And I'd be normally okay with that, but they're also not paying us for that fifth day. So we're still working the same amount of hours and we're getting our pay cut by 20%. I have a mortgage to pay. I have other fun stuff I wanna do and I just need to make freaking money. So that <laughs> ties into the beginning of this podcast where I said, I just need to make money and that's why I'm so busy. Um, I'm really just trying to get myself out there as we all are. Um, and I really don't think I'm the only one in this situation. Um, I think a lot of people are feeling the brutality of the inflation and bad economy right now. But I like starting off with the bad because then we can have more fun in this episode. Now that that rant is over, let's talk, let's at least try to transition into fun stuff. Um, Donald fucking Trump is running for president in 2024. He announced it this week. Um, I've heard a ton of different reviews on it. Some people are like super amped because they're big MAGA guys. Some people are saying not even like on the far left, but people in like moderation just don't like him. And they're saying that he gave a really lackluster performance. Actually, some people on Fox News thought that he gave a lackluster performance, but they actually, it's really interesting because some people are criticizing how lackluster he was. However, it's almost like, wasn't the whole problem with Donald Trump, like wasn't his whole issue that the moderates and the left didn't like was the fact that he was too much of like an obnoxious asshole that spoke too much and too loudly. And so people, it's really, really, really interesting because I can get to why I thought the whole thing was bullshit at the very end of this rant, but it's just really interesting to see, see it from both sides. So like you have some people on his side, like for Fox news, literally saying like, you know, he probably should have held off. He probably should have, um, you know, ramped up, you know, stuck to his, typical, you know, Donald Trump antics, which include, you know, just berating everyone and yelling and, you know, doing that fun voice he does. But, um, but then it's funny because you have the same people on a different side of the spectrum that are supporters of him saying, um, the opposite, that it was a good, it was a good thing that he kind of kept mellowed out and he kind of kept, um, you know, a little more reserved than he usually would. But um, I'm just, it's, it's, it's funny. It's funny on the podcast. We're, we're here to learn and you can't learn 
anything about your friends or your enemies, no matter who you're trying to learn about, if unless you're willing to see both sides. And actually, there's a lot of sides because both of those sides were his supporters. So then the other sides are saying, you know, um, there's the one argument that I said, you know, that people are just obviously like they, they just thought because it was so lackluster and just not as eventful or exciteful as it usually is, people were kind of turned off and 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 uh and that's the end of that but then the very last opinion i have on, on it is my opinion and like my thing is just like like why are people shocked why are people shocked like everyone knew that he was going to be some kind of like political force in the next couple of years everyone knew that he was going to run again in 2024 but like my thing is like if republicans were smart and I don't know how many of them are, but if they were smart, they would not run with Donald Trump at this point. He's just like, he's pissed enough people off and the moderate Republicans don't have his vote. Moderate Republicans want to see like, you know, any kind of progression from like the monstrosity that he was. And a lot of people, if I were, if I was Republican, which I can get to that, my, my political views in a bit, but I'm, I'm pretty moderate on both sides. I'm pretty like, I've gotten to the point where the people I vote for aren't doing what I originally voted them for. Um, and so I'm fed up with everything, but I also don't want to live in Nazi Germany or anything close to that or, you know, what happens, what's going on in Putin land over there in Mother Russia. But um, but going back to, to, to my point, like, um, if Republicans want to take t uh, power back, they really need to start running with DeSantis, which I'm not a fan of either. There's a lot of things that he say, you know, again, this isn't really a political podcast, but there's, I just, I, don't, I won't vote red. You know what I mean? I will regret voting blue, but I will never vote red if that makes any sense. Um, but I mean, I'm just saying like, like enough of this guy, because like, I, I personally feel like if Republicans want power back, they're not going to do it with Trump and people, some people on like Fox news were saying, oh, if he keeps like his mellow tone up, then he's going to win in a landslide. And I genuinely don't think that's true because he's got competition in DeSantis. He's got competition in other places. Um, and although he's such a leading force in like the Republican Party, a lot of people, my personal beliefs is I feel like a lot of people, moderate Republicans have given up on him because of just how crazy and tyrannical he was. And, you know, it's one thing to be Republican. It's one thing to be conservative. And a lot of times I can have like educated conversations with people and be like, I get where you're coming from. But let's be honest, Trump took it to a very extreme level. And I think a lot of people are kind of over that. Um, if we could just meet in halfway, right? If we can meet halfway between <laughs> Trump and Sleepy Joe, um, I think we'd be in a better place. But enough about that. I just want to disclose the Donald Trump conversation by saying, um, you know, if, if anyone listening um, would like to talk with me further on it. I genuinely am a pretty open-minded person. Um, I just, like I said, I, I regret voting blue, but I will never vote red is how I kind of stay. So, you know, DM me, send me a text, call me if you have my cell phone. Uh, there's a good chance I won't hate you. Um, we'll just have a good conversation because at the end of the day, that is the stuff that's going to keep this country going. In other news, Pete Davidson is the GOAT. Seriously, can we get him studied at Harvard? Because he is just slaying like models and the hottest women I can possibly think of left and right. Now, I want to start off by saying that 
women are not a or dating anyone uh, hot is not like you know a point system. It's not like a check uh, a box check a, a check box check box. Yeah, it's not like a check box where you just say okay, who's next? Who's next? Who's next? Because it's actually quite interesting. I'm gonna start off with like the sigma male like uh, top G mindset, right? Where a lot of like men, I'm sure, look at Pete Davidson and listen, listen. I, 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 to some extent, I can agree. Um, where it's like it's just impressive. I don't know how a man that just like kind of rides on his, you know, his wit, his, uh, his comedy, his uh, sense of humor, and his ten incher. Let's just be honest. Um, to score these women, and it's great. And it's like, I mean, dude, Ariana Grande, Kim Kardashian, and now he's seeing Emily Ratajkowski, who is just drop dead gorgeous. Um, and let's just be on like the, those are just the top three that I can think of. But he has had an entire history of dating really attractive women. So I have like a lot of t- uh, takes on this. Right. Um, you'll notice on Mikey Mayhem, I kind of like and this is why I can't sleep at night and I see a therapist now. But I see everything from so many different types of viewpoints and so many different types of things. And I like to discuss them here on the podcast, especially on the Mikey Mayhem podcast. Um but at the end of the day, I will always close with my actual opinion on it. So the one thing is, like, if you're going to see it from the, like, really hard, <laughs> I don't know, if, yeah, sure, let's use the word hard. If you want to see it from, like, the really extreme, like, Sigma male top G grind set, right? You have these dudes that are like, dude, this guy's just slaying it. He's, like, he's scoring supermodels and, like, the hottest women on the planet left and right. This guy's the GOAT. And, again, to, uh, to some extent, it is incredibly impressive just riding off of the like the, the the things that he has because a lot of people look at him and they think like who's this piece of shit white guy uh caked in tattoos with big lips and sunken in eyes from staten island and uh a lot of people don't have the best views on staten island a lot of people think you know staten island's the dump of new york city and if you want to make a good case for that i'm not even going to tell you you're wrong but like i mean my, literally my brother has a friend my brother's a cop and he has a cop friend that pulls him over almost every month or every other week um, and kind of just lets him go because he's Pete Davidson. Um, but it's funny because, like, this guy isn't rich. Let's be honest. He has endorsements and he's in, like, commercials and stuff, but he's not rich. Like, he he doesn't do enough to 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 be on that caliber, like, of the Ariana Grandes of the world, the Kim Kardashians of the world. I don't know what Emily Ratajkowski makes, but she's a top model in the world and she's a huge public figure. I'm sure Pete Davidson makes less than all three of them. Um, and it's and it has nothing to do with money, um, but or or like status really. But it's just it it makes it that much more impressive that this like guy again from like peop, uh, from a place in the world like Staten Island that people call it a dump or people call it trash or whatever, and you have this guy making it into Hollywood or making it into you know at least like a little like list uh, B list or C list kind of area in Hollywood where they're doing commercials and the occasional SNL and stuff. Not terribly rich, but you know, it's just, it's just, he's not Kim Kardashian. He's not Kanye West. He's not, um, Ariana Grande or, um, or anyone else she's dated. Um, but it's just, it's just interesting. It's just really, it's an interesting thing because I think the point I'm trying to get at now is kind of my opinion on it, which is like, um, I, it is impressive. I, it's it's just like I, we need to, at the very least, we need to just study what the heck he does, right? But like the Sigma male grind set again would kind of just kind of, or the top G's in the world would say like, 
you know, um, who cares? Like if they break up, like, because that's what, like, you know, you got to stay hungry Kings and you got to just keep, keep at it. You know, woman breaks your heart or leaves you. Like, that's just an open opportunity to say, fuck them and move on. And then if you, if an Ariana Grande in the world dumps you, you can just find another Kim Kardashian. If Kim Kardashian dumps you, you can just find Emily Ratajkowski, which again is like, dude, that really is great for him for like, you know, self-confidence and shit. But like, People forget, too, that, like, Pete Davidson is very open about his depression and anxiety. And at some point, I have to imagine this, like, really affects him because everyone he's ever dated has said, like, you know, I feel like what ends up happening is, like, these women, it just becomes this thing to date Pete Davidson, right? It's just It just becomes the thing to do because of the women that have done it already and the success and the status that they have. But then, you know, a couple months into the relationship, I mean, Pete Davidson was engaged to Ariana Grande. I'm not too sure what happened, but like at somewhere down the line, um, a couple months in, these women, maybe a month or two in, it doesn't take long to know that Pete Davidson, like although coming from Staten Island, is actually like a really down to earth, really sweet, nice guy um, that can also crack a ton of jokes. And that's that's really, I think, besides the BD energy is like the reason why these women are so attracted to them in the first place. Also, it's almost like a competitionless thing. Like if, 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 if he's dated an Ariana Grande and a Kim Kardashian, of course, you know, someone like at that point, if you've tapped those two, you can tap anyone, you know? So that's why he's getting the Emily Ratajkowski's and the supermodels in the world. But the thing is, what I'm trying to get at is if this is the thing to do for these beautiful women and then, um, and and I don't know what their intentions are from the beginning, but then they get to know him and they get to know him that he's a very sensitive guy, a Scorpio. Shout out my Scorpios. Um, I just celebrated my birthday. So it's Scorpio season, baby. But um, it's like it's like it's like, you know, Scorpios are very sensitive people and um, and they tend to be very deep thinkers and very emotional people. And he's been very open about his depression and anxiety and like. I, I have to imagine that it's it's like what's going through the the minds of these women where it's like, you know, they wanted to test out the BDE. They wanted to test out this funny guy that has just become the guy to date. But then it's like it's not really going to go anywhere because of X, Y or Z or because he's too nice or because they don't deserve him and he deserves more or whatever. Whatever it is, like at some point, I got to imagine that this is affecting him very emotionally and very uh I, I mean i don't know it's 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 one of those things where you can walk out of a relationship with kim kardashian and ariana grande and be like yeah i tapped that but then there's the other side of it where you're like well why can't i win the heart over of these people and in many ways you don't have to in many ways i applaud people that never get married i applaud people that never fall in love i applaud people that focus on themselves man or woman um, or anything in between that is underneath the gender spectrum. But like, I do applaud people that like focus on themselves, focus on their careers, focus on what makes them happy. And in that regard, you can date whoever you want as long as feelings aren't being hurt. But I do want to know, like, is Pete Davidson okay with all this? Like, I want to kind of get inside of his head and, um, and, and, and see how it's affecting his depression and anxiety. And that's where I kind of um, that's where I kind of lie on it. It's like it's like I, I, I give him credit and I, I, I'm, I'm partially on that side of like, you go, man. Like, I mean, not everyone in the world can score supermodel after supermodel and public fig figure after public figure with tons of money, success. And I mean, 
amongst their good looks. But at some point, I got to imagine, you know, he's a Scorpio like me. And I think to myself, like, you know, if I were in his shoes, I would just be thinking to myself, like, okay, that's great that I'm able to do this. And I've become like this, the, the guy to date, should I be attractive and successful? But like, at what point um, does he come down from his cloud and start dating people that want to see him more on a deeper level. Maybe he's too deep for these people. Maybe he's not deep enough. I don't know. Uh, Cause he comes off as like a really like chill laid back comical guy, but he also has a really dark sense of humor, which again ties into his depression and anxiety. And I just want the man, the man to be happy. I, I don't think he's a piece of shit. I think he's just a fucked up <laughs> Scorpio bastard like me. Um, and I promise we, we come off as strong, aggressive people, but we're, we're really, we are nice and emotional, um, deep people deep down. And that's not, that's not a tidbit on me. I just, I'm just reading, uh, the description on daily horoscope at this point, <laughs> but, uh, I don't know. I, I, I believe I, I buy some of it. I buy some of the horoscope stuff. Now, if Nick were on or if Ian were on, um, it would be a different story. And if we had some other guests on. Listen, if you want to be a guest on this podcast and if you want to discuss anything from horoscopes to the size of Pete Davidson's dick, just uh, give us a shout and follow us on the Intelligent Podcast. So you can follow us on Instagram or TikTok at Intelligent Pod. Um, you can follow me anywhere at Mike Rooney Music. And my pitch of the day is that I'm trying to start up my own small business, helping other small businesses achieve their marketing goals. So you can go find that at Mr. Leeds CRM. That's uh, M-R underscore Leeds, L-E-A-D-S underscore C-R-M. Um, Mr. Leeds CRM on Instagram. Um, I'm doing that because uh, I need to... I, it's, I'm kind of just using it as a prospecting method. I hope that having an Instagram or a Facebook page will help. I'm sure it will. But um, basically, I can do anything from CRM management to uh, text and email automation campaigns for any small business that needs it. Doctors, plumbers, electricians, ac uh, acupuncturists, uh, people that put dogs down. Um, you know, it's a thing. It's, it's, it's a thing. It's a thing. And, we, and you know, I'd rather... Um, put people like that out of their uh dogs like that out of their misery you don't you know if, if people if those people didn't exist those dogs would just suffer for the rest of their lives just walking around aimlessly in pain with tumors and we don't want that you know and so uh so we need to pay these people and we need to get them more clients so if you are a small business owner looking for more business um by having a better crm campaign and a better crm form of management uh give me a call Hit me up on uh, on socials. You can find Nick at Nick Pereza Fickle. You can find Ian at Stone Sneakers. And you can find my brain at the bottom of the Hudson River. This has been Mikey Mayhem of the Intelligence Podcast. We'll see you next week. Uh -huh. If you think you're smart, you're full of shit. We're smarter than you. We're the